This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 220, baby. Oh yeah. This episode is a little bit special in the fact that, number one, it's late because normally the podcast comes on a Monday, um, but also special because this is the first podcast that you'll hear where I am officially a dad. Yes, that's right. Mrs. R&R gave birth to our beautiful baby girl, Lara Grace, on Valentine's Day, which was a day I must admit I hated before, but now I think I suppose I will quite like it. Anyway, I had recorded this podcast previously with Dan the Man, where we spoke about being brave and a competition of bravery. I had almost finished the episode, I just hadn't done this intro and outro, but then baby R&R came and everything went a bit crazy. So here is the episode. Um, One more thing there, it will be no R&R vocab at the end because I'm doing this very, very quickly because as you can imagine, I'm a little bit busy at the moment. But all of the R&R vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash 220. I will see you all again in a couple of weeks where I'll probably tell you exactly how baby R&R arrived. But in the meantime, happy listening. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Always fantastic, Dan, always fantastic. Even more fantastic that you are now using the correct microphone because last time you were on the show, you had your new iPod things, Mm. I don't know the name, and said, no, look, the audio on these is amazing. Yeah, for me, for me listening, it was fantastic. Your voice was so crisp. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Some lovely vocabulary there as well. Crisp, like really clear in this sense, um, let's say. Um, I made the mistake of trusting you because you said, trust me, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I did. And it was awful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely awful. The only good thing that came from that is that you then sent me a message and said, the audio was terrible. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm -hmm. So just hearing that, like, well, you were right. Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that's that's really something and i immediately then did think about this and thought about the episode we did about brexit when you repeatedly said it's not going to happen mm-hmm. taken from a podcast made in march 2019 I, I honestly don't believe it will happen because it will almost certainly go to a second referendum now almost certainly there wasn't a second referendum and brexit did happen unlucky dan so i'm still waiting for you to say you were right, well, Martin. In my head, it hasn't happened. So everything's fine for me. Yeah, that's all that matters then in your head. I yeah. mean, if the world sort of went by what goes on in your head, Dan, I mean, we would be in an even worse situation than we're in now. I think, fortunately, the Brexit thing has been overshadowed by other things. So I got away with it. <laughs> Um, lovely vocabulary again there, overshadow. So something bigger and more important, let's say, has come in, which I suppose is the virus. So yeah, you did get away with it. You were not punished, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you would like to send me a message or publicly say that I was right... Well, hang on, I've already sent you a fucking message. What, you, want, you want a second message? Well, that was for something else. These are collector's items, Dan. So collector's items, like they don't happen very often, these messages. So, you know, 
I want to print them and put a, put them on my wall, okay? Yeah, sure. I'll think about it. I'll think about okay, it. Okay, you do that. Anyway, Dan, how do we usually start the show? Uh, with a review. Oh, yeah. Do you think we have a review? No. <laughs> always positive, Dan. That's. Well, I normally say yes, <laughs> and then you say you're always wrong. So I'm just going to guess you haven't got a review. It's, it's 50-50. Um, but there is a review, and it's from... Medi Gazi. Um, as always, apologies for the pronunciation. And it says, You made my week a precious source for listening practice as well as speaking, which I have recommended to everyone. I've listened to 80 of your episodes just this week and shared it among 2,000 of my friends, as I know they are all looking for something like this. Thank you all so much. Wow. So thank you very much, Mehdi. Um, but yes, yeah, spread the word. Have you had a 2,000 jump in listeners or do, her, um, do their friends not really listen to them? What's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone listened. I very rarely check downloads anymore, mainly because I think, you know, people are listening. I'm, I'm doing my job, okay? Like Jesus, like he was spreading the word of God. <laughs> yeah, I'm time. spreading yeah. the word of rock and roll English. Yeah, you are like Jesus. You're right. Okay. In so many ways, not just physical appearance, um, which many people have said to me, in other ways as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, Dan, in today's episode, um, I thought we can see who is braver between you and me, okay? Who is more courageous, okay? We like competition, so I've got some questions and then we'll see who is braver, okay? Isn't it braver, braver between you and I? I mean, you're an English teacher, aren't you? Um, you and I is actually not correct. Is it Dan, not? By the way, is it not? It is not. Um, I could go into a grammar explanation and explain this, but I don't think your small brain is um, big enough. Is that actually true? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, it's correct to say you and you and I are friends, for example. Yeah. But you cannot finish a sentence with I. But you can with me. Yes, of course. So, for example, if I said to you, who's going to the party later? You wouldn't say I, you would say me. That's a, sen that's a sentence. I would say I. Well, then you're a complete idiot because that has absolutely no sense. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, right. So I've already embarrassed myself. We're, what, two minutes into yep. the podcast? Okay. No, well, every day is a school day, Dan. Mm. We're all here to learn, you included. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, we're going to see who is braver. Okay, mm -hmm. um, and I've got some questions and then we'll see, you know, if you're scared of these things or if I'm scared of these things. And at the end, we'll see who is braver. So mm -hmm. number one, very, very pertinent at the moment to me. So very relevant, very important is childbirth. Are you scared of childbirth, Dan? Well, I can't give childbirth, so. <laughs> I, um, no, <laughs> no, uh, it's not something I thought about. But then I'm not expecting a child. So, I mean, yeah. you would be the one who could answer that. Um, well, two things to say there. When you said that you can't have a baby, I actually had a dream the other day that I was having a baby. And believe... For a second, I thought you were going to say you had a dream I was having a baby. <laughs> I mean, I think it's strange that I'm dreaming that I'm having a baby. But if I was dreaming that you were having a baby, then I would mm. probably go to hospital yeah. to, for, to like some kind of mental yeah. um, clinic thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not sure if that's the official name of uh, th <laughs> these places. <Yeah. laughs> and I also hadn't thought about this recently, Dan. Not since we watched that um, video in biology when we were about 15. 
Um, and that that was a very, very traumatic experience for me. So I'm now very worried about the birth of my child. Mm-hmm. Not for Mrs. R&R. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. She'll be absolutely fine. I'm worried that I'm going to faint basically so remember when you faint is when you lose consciousness because i don't like seeing these kind of things i can actually imagine it now being in this room whilst mrs r and r is there mm-hmm. you know she's shouting in pain <laughs> and then I, I can just imagine me saying i've actually got a little bit of a headache <laughs> at the moment if you could just maybe keep the noise down i would i would appreciate yeah, that it's probably best not to talk just uh and, and don't be an eye line eyesight yeah it, oh god it's it's really something that um that I'm worrying about this is why I'm having these nightmares mm. I think of um having babies mm-hmm. myself as well but you know I I'm going to be there mm-hmm. Dan on the front mm-hmm. line okay facing my mm-hmm. fear and I'll I'll be yeah. there I will be there I mean I don't know how it's going to yeah. go but I'll be yeah. there I'm worried for you I'm I'm very worried for myself as well I'm also worried about becoming one of those parents that puts things on social media of like oh my god how is my baby one week old already do you know what's, you know what's worse than that As someone because I, I you know when people say oh yeah great friday night or whatever there's someone i know who will then share the picture two years later oh this was 2018 what a night i didn't care the first time stop sharing it <laughs> Yeah, so some of the memories, like, you know, if it's a memory of, I don't know, getting married or something big, but yeah, if it's just a memory of going to the pub yeah. on a Friday night. <laughs> exactly. Is that such such a great memory? Um, and yeah, these people that I always see like, oh my God, how is it 2021? And I think, well, it's quite simple, really. 2020 was last year. Now, the next year is 2021. It's very exactly. simple. Very exactly. simple. Um, so... I think I probably won that round, okay? How have you won that round? <laughs> uh, I, the judge said that, Dan, okay? So the next round is, are you scared of insects? Uh, mm, oh, I know what you're going to do here. No, but I've seen you <laughs> scared in a caravan before. <laughs> this is absolutely not true. Um, I mean, I must admit, I think everyone is a bit scared of insects. Like, you know, you see a spider or something like that, one of the big ones. Um, but when I was on holiday with Dan the Man and we were in a caravan, we had the light on, always dangerous at night. You know, those insects always going to come in. And we had a moth, which it's difficult to describe this. It's, let's say, like an ugly butterfly, okay, came in and... Dan the man, within a second, was under the bed. I I, I thought someone was shooting at us. Like, you know, if someone's shooting, like, get under the bed, get under the table. And I was like, oh, my God, what has just happened? And I said, Dan, what's happened? And he said, there's a (laughs) moth. That's true. (laughs) That is 100% true. That that is not true. And that is 100% one of the worst holidays I've been on. That... Caravan was awful. I thought it was a good caravan. Um, so we went away. We were originally planning on camping. Um, imagine that. Um, Dan the man and I. Sorry, Dan the man and me. <laughs> it's difficult to remember that rule. Dan the man and me in a tent. Um, and then we decided to upgrade from the tent. And we went to the 
cheapest caravan that was available. In a beautiful caravan park. I mean, the caravan park was lovely. And I thought, oh, this is going to be all right. And so we got to the back of the caravan park and we saw our caravan. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, when you're on a plane and you have to walk past first class when you get on the plane and you've got all of these like first class, business class, and it's getting worse and worse. And then you get to like economy class and you're like, okay, right. No leg room. This is for me. This was worse than economy class. It was. This was something else. I will put a picture of it on the website, but um, just know Dan the man. I thought either someone's shooting at the caravan or there's an earthquake because that's what you do, apparently. You get under like a table or something like that. And Dan the man was under a bed and there was a moth. And I thought, what are you doing? Well, I think I've won this round because you know the procedures. If there's an earthquake, you jump under the table. I don't even care about those. So I think I've won this because that you sound more scared than me. Well, I'm just being careful, Dan. Okay, you can never be too careful better safe than sorry mm-hmm. as they mm-hmm. say yeah, okay. okay so let me guess that's two nil yeah i okay, think i've cool. got that one as well so that that's mm-hmm. two nil notice we say two nil we don't really say two zero that's more of an american thing to say so in english we say two nil um so what about rock climbing would you be scared of climbing rocks mm, actually no i want to start doing rock climbing actually so no <laughs> You know what? On my piece of paper that I have here, I've got Dan fancies himself (laughs) as a bit of a rock climber. So when you fancy yourself as something, you kind of think, yeah, I'm pretty good at this, basically because Dan has read a few books about people climbing mountains. And then like he just goes out and starts climbing a tree and thinks that he's like Spider-Man. I like hiking. I like that sort of thing. And there's actually a, a rock climbing wall outside our flat. We're very close to it now. So, yeah. So, first of all, have you climbed that um, wall outside? Is it like a proper rock climbing centre or is it just you climbing a wall? Kind of both. When people are like calling the police because they think you're like going to like break in. So when you break in, it's when you enter illegally. No, it's kind of both. Um, So on the the river here, there's a high bank of like a wall, you know, to protect if the river goes high. And they put rock climbing grips in the wall. Um, so people can go there for free and do it. So it's kind of both, I guess. But have you actually done this yet, or no? No, no. Because I, I basically, I'm just my elbow <laughs> is um, still a little bit sore. Of course, the broken mm. elbow. Um, we had forgotten about that. Sounds like an excuse to me, Dan. So of, of your dreams of climbing mountains, and then you're too scared to climb outside the wall. You wouldn't climb a wall, would you? You're just scared of climbing the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> depends depends how steep the stairs are so when the stairs are steep they go high very quickly let's say so i can be a little bit scared so i'll give you that one because i think you need it but um i'm not sure if you've actually won that um what about this one your country is under attack okay would you join the military if your country is under attack like they, they're calling people we need people like help us i think what was it during the first world war we need you with the man pointing would you join the military dan you answer first because i don't want to answer (laughs) and then you use that as ammunition i would if someone called me and said our country is under attack we need you i would say look mate i'm the worst person that you could ask so ask someone else they probably would struggle to find a uniform for you wouldn't they Exactly. I would be like, have you got any children's sizes for the uh, army uniform? 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, you can be a chef. You can be in. The, you, can, you can cook. Uh, I'll, I'll come for moral support. I can be a cheerleader. Yeah. Um, so if you've got like a little skirt or something, I'll put that on, and then I'll say like, "Go, yeah, let's do this, man." Um, um, immediately lose the war. Exactly. That, that's exactly my point. I would say, look, by calling me, by me joining the military, we've got much less chance of winning this war. So forget me. Um, so I'm definitely not doing it. I'm sorry. What about you? If the conditions were right, I'd do it. <laughs> Again, Dan fancies himself as a bit of a hero. I'm, I'm sure he what thinks is... that he's going to literally win the war. Like it's, you know, we could we could lose and then Dan the man steps in. So when you step in, it's when you come in and saves the day. Kind of like Superman. You said it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. Exactly. Okay, right. Well, maybe we're level now then. Right. Okay. So I've got a situation for you that uh, this time, Dan. So you're walking down the street and you see a lady, an old lady getting mugged. Okay. What do you do? So when you get mugged, it's like when someone on the street basically steals something from you, like in a violent way, let's say. What would you do, Dan? Well, the thing is, I can't answer this question now because whatever I say, what I want to say, you're going to say, oh, he thinks he's Superman. (laughs) That's not true. What would you do? I would like to think I would start hitting them. <laughs> Immediately for the violent option there. Not you not just to, you know, just step in again and just sort of say like with a with a weapon as well. I, you know, if if it's two of them you'd need to have something. <laughs> Jeez, I'm actually quite worried, Dan. Do you normally go around with weapons in your pockets? No, no, but if you find a loose brick on the floor, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're you're actually quite started to scare me. I don't I don't normally look for those yeah, things. And of course, I don't look for it. But if surely you would pick up something, what would you, what would you, what would be your weapon of choice? Uh, well, to be honest, if it was a brick, you know, the brick might be too heavy for me to lift. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm only lifting three kilos. The, the robbers will come over and help pick you up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there, like saying to the the muggers, um, "Can you just help me pick up this brick?" Yeah please and then maybe i can try and throw it Uh, or the other thing throw the brick Mm -hmm. you miss the muggers and you hit the old woman then what do you do she's on the floor yeah run (laughs) run leave her on the floor (laughs) yeah that that would be dan the man stepping in he picks up a brick to to save this woman and then actually accidentally hits the woman and then runs away (laughs) what hero (laughs) now that's superman isn't it now that's superman (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I also like to think um, I would step in, do something, maybe just start shouting mm-hmm. yeah. um, or something. But the a time when this actually did happen, where one of my friends was getting some aggro, let's say some aggro. There's a nice term, slang term to say like basically aggravation, like someone's uh, disturbing them, let's say. Um, and we were out. And I thought, no, I'm not having this. So I'm not having this. I'm not accepting this. I'm going to say something because I decided to stand up for my friend. Another nice term there when you defend your friend. And that night finished with me calling Dan the man to take me to hospital because uh, (laughs) I had a broken nose. So that ended really well. I remember that. That was about two in the morning, wasn't it? Why did you call me and not pay three pound for a taxi? I mean, t- taxis were, were more than £3. Not back then. <laughs> I mean, you're talking like it was 50 years ago, Dan. I mean, it was... 18, 20 years ago? It's not that long ago. Something like that. 
Um, well, the reason I think probably I called you, Dan, is because it was a Friday night. <laughs> I'd have nothing to do. Exactly. You know, most 19-year-olds, uh, 18, 19-year-olds were out having fun. Well, I was with my then-girlfriend at the time, um, so... Sure you were. Dan the man was at home with his binoculars trying to see some birds at night, some night birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where the passion started. So um, that's why I think I called you, Dan. And, you know, fair dues, a, a nice term there to like say, got to give the person credit. He came, took me to hospital and, you know... Mm-hmm happy ending except maybe for my nose mm-hmm. but the, the the rest the rest was all good the rest was all good that was the last time you stood up for anyone wasn't it <laughs> exactly so now when i see like people getting attacked i just say right you just continue have fun mm-hmm. yeah especially if i'm not nearby to take you to hospital exactly that's it mm. now down the man's not going to take me to hospital what am i going to do mm. yeah uh, um so yeah um probably say that you won that one then um okay so your boss blames you for something dan okay you didn't do it what do you do do you stick up for yourself and tell your boss like no or do you just accept the punishment what do you do i've actually had that i've actually had that before and then there was a big meeting with my manager who was the guy who was a a fucking prick and (laughs) the big boss and someone else and the, the the big boss. This this sounds like a computer game, you know, at the end of the level where you have to kill the big boss to go to the next level. Is this what happened? No, no. Well, kind of like that, I guess. But it was actually. Did, quite... did you pick up a brick again? No, no. But it was quite a funny meeting because my friend was also in there, and um, he was also being accused of something. And two things funny happened. One was my friend said. Um, because this guy said, "Yeah, you, I'm your, I'm your boss. You have to respect me." And my friend went, oh. "You have to earn respect, and I don't respect you." <laughs> and then he said, the, "The guy said to me, the thing about you, Dad, is you're unmanageable." And I quite like that. That you took that as a compliment. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we had this term last week of uh, a loose cannon. Again, that's Dan. You just cannot control him. That's why he became a freelance human being. Because, as are you now, you cannot control him. I, I am indeed, Dan. Um, yes, yeah, someone actually asked me recently, um, "Can we call you a freelance human being?" So, and I said, I, I suppose, yeah, I have been to Dan the Man for some advice. Didn't get any. Um, didn't get any. But. Um, yeah, I've joined the crew. Mm-hmm. I've joined the crew. Um, I just want it to be part of the gang. Mm-hmm. It's empowering, isn't it? It's empowering. Absolutely. And a lovely term, like, gives you power, let's say. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. What about your? What about you? Are you going to answer that question? Oh, I, I, I've done that as well, Dan. I've done that as well. I worked in a pub um, and the manager... Well, he didn't actually accuse me of, of doing anything, but he was basically having a go at me, so... Remember, you have a go at someone, basically you're criticising them. And I basically just told him where to stick it, which is a lovely term, just to say I basically told him to fuck off. Fuck him. Yeah, and then I walked out of that pub, got in my car, drove home, and on the way home I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, I've left my coat there. What am I going to (laughs) do? Always have your stuff ready. Always have your stuff ready. Yeah, and then I thought, how much do I need that coat? 
you know, my pride is going to be very hurt if I go back there now and just say, I know I just told you to fuck off, but can I pick up my coat? It's in the staff room. Can you get that for me? Is that all right? No, the only way you could have done it is kick the door down, go, where the fuck's my fucking coat? And then people would have been scared of you enough just to give it to you. Yeah, I think I think I tried that. I went there and then I tried to kick the door down, but it was really, really rigid, really, really stiff. Hit you back in the face and then I had to take you to hospital. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. Um, but in reality, what actually happened was I decided to leave the coat because I thought my pride was more valuable. And I must admit... So you've definitely lost this round. You've definitely lost this round. <laughs> no, I, I, I literally yeah, told the manager to fuck off and quit the job. You sacrificed your coat because you were too scared to go and get it. So you, you've lost the round. You've lost that round. I wasn't too... You cannot, you cannot argue that you've won that round. No way. <laughs> I wasn't too scared. I was too proud, let's say. And to be honest, there has not been a day that has gone by where I haven't thought about that coat. Um but yes, I think we'll give that one to me. So last but not least, Dan. I don't think we should give that one to you. I think that I think that's, to me, a draw, if anything. Okay, let's say a draw. Nice term there, if anything, which I will actually explain more on the website because that's quite a complicated one. So as I said, last but not least, Dan, quite a strange one here. Are you scared of nudity? So nudity, being naked. So... By this, I mean of other people seeing you naked, Dan. Like, are you of your body? Are you scared of this? I'm not scared of my body, but I won't <laughs> wave my dick around for no reason. <laughs> uh, just wave it around. Just so a wave, just to say hi to someone. <laughs> just like, <laughs> flying it around, let's say. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, for no reason. I mean, number one, that's illegal. So um, I think <laughs> yeah. you you would you would be arrested. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to scare off the robbers. <laughs> you know what? I think we've got the solution now. Forget the brick. Just take your clothes Just pull off. your trousers and pants down and then they will start running away. Um, but I, I must admit, so for example, when I'm at home, actually you live in a flat as well. Mm. Do you have any windows where people might be able to see you? Yeah, we have windows. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> I know. It's, it really is crazy, isn't it? Um, well, what about in the morning? You're getting changed. How much are you worrying? Oh, I really need to make sure everything's closed so no one can see me. Um, I th- think about it because people can walk past our window because there's a pathway. So I don't want to ruin, you know, people's breakfast and you know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I just get changed, not in the street. I don't know. Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> It's a strange thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, well, for example, when I get changed at home, I'm, I very much think, you know, I'm in my house, so I, <laughs> yeah. I'm i entitled to pull my pants down without feeling embarrassed. So I, I just go free. Yeah, it's, not your, it's not your problem you live opposite a school. It's not your problem that those kids walk past. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the second floor, so, they, you know... You would have to have some strange person like you, Dan, walking around with binoculars to... to... Hey, I'm looking for birds, okay? <laughs> sure you are. That's what you're doing with the binoculars. <laughs> you're going around looking in other people's windows. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you've got me. Um, so I think that's the end of it. And I think we can safely say that I am the braver yeah. of the two of us. Yeah, So sounds about right. 
good competition. Good competition. Yeah. You did well, Dan. So what was the you scores? Did yourself proud. What was the scores? Three-two, uh, I, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, better luck next time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. What a complete waste of time that was. <laughs> I mean, that every episode is a waste of time, Dan. Okay. So you know, nothing changes. Mm. Um, but a pleasure as always. Speak to you soon. Yep. Speak to you later. Bye bye. Okay, so that was Dan the Man and me speaking about bravery. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash 220 for all of the R&R vocab. I will see you all again in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.